Hey, welcome to the Sober Vibes Podcast. I am your host and sober pal, Courtney Anderson. You are listening to episode 104. I hope wherever you are today, you're having a kick-ass day. And if you're not, there's always tomorrow. So today I'm going to talk about 10 years being 10. I turned 10 last week, you guys. And if you're new to this podcast and you're like, what the fuck is she talking about? It's I have had 10 years of continuous sobriety. So I've been looking forward to this one. They're all great, but I've been looking for this because the Libra in me really appreciates some balance. So like I spent 10 years in active addiction and now I've had 10 years in my active sobriety, active recovery. And I just want to reflect on a few things today and give you some tips to, you know, my five biggest tools that have helped me come along this way. If you, again, are new to this episode, go back to episode one, learn more about my story because I'm not going to repeat it in this one. But I did have a 10-year love affair with alcohol. That's what I like to refer it to refer it to as it's, you know, one of the most toxic relationships. It's it was the most toxic relationship in my life and it's it's been one hell of a ride for these past 10 years, you know? I love these 10 years because I remember them all. I love that I don't have to remember which president was in office for my own timeline of life events <laughs> that I can actually remember them. So it's a blessing. I get a question a lot. I get this question a lot. And, you know, I shared this on my social media last week when I turned 10, which I wanted this episode to release on that day. However, I got COVID, so I was not able to record, and I just had to be humbled last week, which always around my sober birthday, there's always some type of humbling experience, and I think that's just the universe talking of of a continuance of, you know, when you do get sober and, and you go through that relationship with drugs and alcohol, and, you know, you have had nothing in, in the sense of mind, body, soul. It humbles you. It truly, it it truly does humble you. So I always like the re- the yearly reminder of around that time of being humbled. And definitely last week was one of them of just being humbled of like, all right, you know, I had a vacation planned and I had A, B, C, and D and G things to do, and it all got canceled and I had to sit still and find the beauty of what really is the beauty of my sober birthday. And to me, that is making a choice. So I celebrated that with a lot of tears and, you know, coughing and FaceTiming CJ, even though we were in the same same house because I was quarantining away from him because I didn't want him to get sick. So far, he's good. Of course, Matt went down after about five days with COVID. Now he's quarantining. So, so just really being humbled last week. So The question that I've gotten asked, it's like, well, how did you do it? How do you do it? How do you stay sober? And and it's a valid question, especially coming from people who are not at day one yet or who keep going back and forth with thinking that alcohol still fits in their life, you know, relapsing, being 60, 90, 120 days sober, wherever, wherever people are at in their journey, the question's been asked and it's been asked through the years. So this wasn't like I just turned 10 and all of a sudden people were like, how the fuck did you do it? So how did I do it? What got me here? 
And I shared on my social last week and in my in my weekly email that I have allowed myself to continuously take myself back to who I was in that active relationship with alcohol. I have not closed the chapter on that quote unquote. I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> I have not I have not closed that chapter in the sense of I allow myself to go back and really truly remember what the fuck that goddamn mess was. I do believe that shutting that off completely is a good way to stop remembering. And then when you stop remembering, it is more easy for people to go back to drinking. Because then when you stop remembering like, oh yeah, I tried not drinking, I tried moderating for four years or like, oh, stop remembering that hangover or that embarrassment of, you know, or that sh- that feeling of shame. I'm not saying carrying that around forever, but, or each day. I'm not because you you do need to let it go, but you can go back in the sense of like, this is, I don't want to live like this. So for a very long time, a very, very, very long time on Sundays, I would always go back and reflect, okay, of how it was. Now, definitely in the past couple of years, I have not had to do that practice, but I would say probably those first six, seven years, I was doing that. I was doing it. So last Thursday when I woke up, before I got up, I laid there and I said, because this is something I used to do in my early sobriety every day, I said, thank you for another day sober. I said it out loud as I was staring at the ceiling. And then I did something where it was almost like, I don't know, I don't know, you guys, maybe it was COVID, okay? That was in me. But I allowed myself to completely rewind what has happened to me in the last 10 years. I rewinded CJ. That was painful. (laughs) I rewinded my husband. I rewinded friends, family, relationships that I have built in the past 10 years. I have rewinded my self-respect. I have rewinded you know, this podcast, everything that has been created in Sober Vibes. I, re- I rewinded, you know, my my sweet editor reaching out to me, asking me if I wanted a book deal. I, I rewinded it all, all of it, all of it. Pew, 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 pew. I, re- I rewinded my credit score, all of it. So I re- like, it was like one of those documentaries where they do like super slow-mo stuff. Okay. Again, I was not sitting there tripping, but I allowed myself to go back and not go back to the day that I was presented with the choice of you can keep doing this or you can try something new. Okay. And at that moment, I going back to that, it was like, imagine what would have happened if I continued to keep drinking. And that's a great question to ask yourself today. If you are stuck in that in in that cycle, or if you're shaky in your sobriety, or if you just need a good mindset trick, you know, to keep you going and to keep going, what would it be like if you decided to keep drinking? Now I know for some it's gonna be like not that big of a deal because some people don't have 
these like extreme rock bottoms, but they get to a point where it's just like, I'm good and tired of just living how I've been living. I want more for myself. Okay. Or I don't want to wake up with this anxiety. So, but that's still, you still have to factor that in of like, if you continue to drink, you're going to continue to have that daily anxiety where that daily anxiety is eventually going to turn into then panic attacks. And then these panic attacks are going to then turn into something else. It's a great hack though to do and allow yourself to feel what that was like. I'm not saying let that shame of some of the stuff we've all done sit there and eat you alive, but you have to allow yourself to go back and feel what it was like so you never fucking forget and that you never want to go back to that place cuz I don't ever want to go to that way of living. I had you know, I have I had someone ask me was just like she was like how do you do this? This is so hard and it was like and I said straight up because I don't want to go back to that place. I had someone ask me what my discipline methods were to keep drinking or to to not drink anymore. And I can't, I don't even know if it's so much discipline. I don't look at it as in like, uh, you know, oh, I got discipline. I made up my mind because I was fucking good and tired. I lost my cat for a second time. My boyfriend at the time, who I loved dearly, was like, dude, I mean, I'm out of here if you quit drinking. And that is what was needed for me to be finally like, okay, I'm done. I I needed those two things to happen because it happened for me to then finally, with the decision I had been toying with for four years, finally to be like, okay, I'm done. I don't think there's discipline in that. I, I don't. I think you come to a choice where you're like, okay, I have to do things completely opposite of what I've been doing because it's no longer working for me. And how do I want to live? How do I want my life to play out? Because we only have one of these, right? We only have one life and it's a short, short, short time. And you have to make that choice. So it's not discipline. It's not some magic pill. I didn't get hypnotized, you know, none of it. I just simply did not want to live like I was currently living. And I didn't want to feel that because I felt it for so many times. I mean, think of how many hangovers you have in a year. And I had that for 10 years. I'm good. You know, it's like same thing with with all of these. I know it's very hard in the beginning with the so, the social thing, but it's like, I mean, I did a lot in those 10 years. And, and at that point, it's like, I, I'm cool being home now. I, I don't need to be out every Friday night. That doesn't fulfill me anymore. Right. So it just comes to the point of asking yourself, how do you want to live? And allowing yourself to go back there and remember because it's not going to change. Your relationship with alcohol is never going to change until you give it up for good, until it's like, see you later, sayafakanara, adios. It the days of moderation are done. The days of trying to justify all of it are done because it's never going to go back to a place because you don't have a normal relationship with alcohol. Once it's gone past that threshold, it will never be the same again. It won't. And you can try and try and try to make it that way, but it will always lead you back to where you started, even if you don't drink every day. 
Even if you're just a, a, a warrior, a weekend warrior, and you know, pick it up on Friday and then you binge the whole weekend. And then you're sitting there on Monday being like, oh man, what did I just do? And how you feel. So allow yourself to go back. This is a great tool to use. Allow yourself to go back and remember that feeling. And especially too, it's a good one if you do this. Pick the shittiest time you've ever woken up after a, a night of drinking. And like how, and you know, as in, was it you woke up in jail? Like moi? You woke up in a hospital like moi? Or maybe you woke up in the morning time after, you know, disappointing your kids because you came home fucked up and the look in their faces. Do you want to keep doing that? Because that's going to keep happening if you continue to drink. So use that tool. But a couple other tools to have kept and help keep me sober are this meditation. The sooner you do it, the sooner you do it, the easier it will be on you in the long run. I know it's very hard in the beginning. Trust me. I, I trust me. I get how hard meditation is, but it's one of the greatest, greatest gifts you can give your brain and your nervous system. Two, personal development. Personal development has been huge, huge, huge. Okay. I've said this before on this episode or on the on these this podcast. I do not believe in reading all of the books about alcoholics, people going AF, all the quit lit. I don't believe on consuming that all at once. Spread it out. But the personal development to get into is to to start rebuilding you and with confidence, helping with anxiety, helping with money management, helping with did I say self-esteem? I think I said confidence. I mean, all of that stuff. What are right now? This is a good one. Find a book to help your self-esteem if you are having issues with worrying about what other people think. Read a book about boundaries if you current if you don't have any, but any or need to explore yourself. You know, my my favorite I'm gonna recommend. Find or set boundaries, find peace. That's a banger, man. That is going on one of my like top 10 books of all time. Absolutely amazing. Because you have to continue to grow and grow and grow to be able to deal with points of your sobriety and consistent sobriety. And if you listen to the episode with Philip on it, where it's about long-term serenity, and you know, we we talk about this and he talks about a long-term serenity of like it's not so much about the long-term sobriety, it's about being serene. And you're going to find that in the books and audios and podcasts about personal development. If you need to take a pause on the Sober Vibes podcast, feel free. Please go on and explore other podcasts. Cause sometimes listening to to 20 podcasts in a day, it's too fucking much because then that creates the overwhelm and then the overwhelm creates anxiety. And then it's like a spiral and it's just like, and then you're not learning. You're just consuming. There's a big difference, you know? So I strongly, strongly, strongly recommend of getting into personal development. And then whether if that's like finding then the next step and like finding yourself some retreats, going to watch people speak on stage, all of that. It's great shit because the thing about sobriety, yes, you you have to make a decision, but then that's one aspect of your life. 
So then you have to now completely rebuild yourself and who you are at today in this second life you get a shot at. Personal development has been one of the best things I've ever gotten into and has helped me to this present day. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offers plant-based nutrition made with high quality ingredients. Each Organifi blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses with ingredients that are organic and free of fillers and contain less than three grams of sugar per day. Like Organifi green juice with essential superfoods and a clinical dose of ashwagandha, it helps reduce stress and support healthy cortisol levels. Or Organifi gold, a superfood tea that supports rest and relaxation so you can wake up feeling refreshed. Each Organifi blend is easy to use by simply mixing it with water or your favorite beverage while on the go. And they don't compromise quality for taste. I do have to say also both of them are great for supercharging your immune system. Organifi takes pride in offering the best tasting superfood products on the market at a price that works out to less than $3 a day. You can experience Organifi as high quality superfoods without breaking the bank. Go to www.organifi.com slash sober vibes and use code sober vibes for 20% off your order. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com backslash sober vibes and use code sober vibes for 20% off any item. I use Organifi green and Organifi gold every day. The greens I use before I even drink my morning coffee. And Organifi Gold, I use now at nighttime and I drink it like a, it's like a dessert for me now. I love it. It really does satisfy, for me, that sweet tooth. And I look forward to both of them every day. The link is in the show notes as well. So I made it a little bit easier for you guys to go to instead if you didn't catch that information of the website. But again, the link is in the show notes. And remember to use code SOBERVIBES at checkout to receive 20% off your items. Enjoy. Number three of my five biggest tools. I don't think I said that countdown. (laughs) Help from others, whether it's coaches, therapists, a supportive community. I have sought out help because you cannot do it all alone. You can do it all alone to a point, but definitely finding help throughout your journey is so much easier and so much more insightful and does not feel so, you don't feel so alone. Number four, I have continuously connected with my why. Even, you know, in the last fall time where I was getting a little tad wonky with, you know, being a new mom and whatnot, I had to reconnect with my why. So my why now is very, very different. And that's just being, you know, I want to be the best version of me for my son where he never has to experience having a drunk mom. And I had to do that, you know, this last year. So it's not like I was like two years sober and had a kid. Like there was a whole new realignment with how I want my life to be like now and with my why of why I choose not to drink alcohol. And number five, last but not least, gratitude. On top of that meditation and personal development, gratitude is going to help you see a lot of things differently. If you're struggling with, you know, I don't have fun or just the negativity in your own self where you can like feel it, gratitude helps. 
in writing it down, a couple, three, three things you're grateful for each day takes literally one, one minute, maybe two. I've said it before. I, there's my gratitude lists are very simple. This morning, do you know what I said? I said coffee because I got my taste back. (laughs) Coffee, (laughs) spending time with CJ, sunshine, and sleep. I don't know how many times sunshine's been on my gratitude list. So don't overcomplicate it for yourself. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. But these are all tools that have helped me in my day to day with coming with coming to the place of hitting 10 years sober and coming to a place where it's just like this is just life now. You know, it's accepted. There's with myself. There's just an acceptance of like, okay, this is this is just life. I don't have people, I don't because I don't attract that energy anymore of where it's like people asking you to have a, a drink or if at places if if I mean I haven't I just have not and I've been around people so it's not like I haven't like done anything I'm just trying to backtrack this like last year like I just I really do think that that becomes too energetically of what you're still carrying on from your drinking days to then when you make the decision start identifying as a sober person and owning it and whatnot, where then you're not asked if you want a cocktail. And if you are, then you're not, and you say, no, you're not badgered by people like, oh, okay, come just have it, come have a drink and whatnot. It's, it's, it's an energetic shift. And then two, you're not, you're not really participating anymore with people who are those types of assholes who keep pressuring you to, to have a drink. It happens. A lot happens. A lot has happened to me in 10 years. Still to this day, I cannot believe some of the things that sobriety has been, that sobriety has given me. I really didn't think I was going to cry, but here we are. (laughs) And, you know, of course, you guys know my my biggest blessing is the biggest gift in my life is Colin. And I definitely would not have him here today if I chose to keep drinking. (laughs) So. Wherever you are at today, if you are struggling, please feel free to reach out, reach out to a friend, reach out to a family member, reach out to your sponsor, reach out to me on Instagram, and you are not alone. There is good life to live. And when I say good life to live, it means a life without drinking. So thank you for listening. I do, though, have to pull it together so I can make this announcement. (laughs) Ah. But you are all used to me crying. So, okay. Woof. National Sober Day coming up September 14th. It's on a Wednesday. I would like to announce September 14th from, I believe it's like five to nine o'clock, Berkeley Coffee Shop. We are going to do a panel there. My friend Bryce teaming up, partnering up with the Phoenix again. You have heard me talk about the Phoenix. They're an amazing, amazing, amazing nonprofit. So they put together activities, groups, and they're all throughout the United States and just started branching off in Canada and the UK. They put activities together for people to do. The only requirement is to be 48 hours sober to show up. Now, for this event, my friend Brooke is going to be here. Brooke was on, I believe, season two of the podcast. No, maybe she was season one. 
So Brooke buys, she is the founder of blend health, local Michigan gal pal, and she is going to be up on that panel. There will be somebody else. I'm just trying to still nailing down that person. Okay. Bryce is going to moderate this panel. My sister will be up there at Berkeley coffee shop there. You can get mocktails. It's a sober space. It's totally designated as a sober space, which I love. So if you want to come, it is free. And you just, but of course, obviously you'll have to pay if you want a mocktail or a cup of coffee or something. And then, so I'm just making sure that I get all of this. It is free. However, you have to sign up from in the link below. You have to sign up through the Phoenix organization. Okay. And even if you're like, you know what, I really want to come to that, but I'm not sure 100% sign up anyways. Okay. Because we are going based off of that. So it's going to be a podcast episode as a Q&A panel. Bryce is going to ask some questions. The audience, you're going to be able to ask some questions. And then there's possibly, 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 I will not know for sure, but I will let you know on the next episode and in my email and on my social media, we're making then this as well to hopefully we can do this as also as a virtual. So this will stream. Okay. So you can watch it from the comfort of your own home. If you do not want to fly into Michigan or you can't make it or whatnot. Okay. So if you have any questions, please reach out. I'm going to put the link in the show notes below. So local Detroit, come on, come on. Even if you want to come from out of state, you come out from out of state. So my sister and I will be there with our friend, Brooke, Another person will be up at that panel and the Phoenix organization is holding this down at the Berkeley coffee shop. I cannot be so cannot be more excited. Truly, truly, truly just stoked. And it's going to be on national sober day and it's going to be a real good time. If you have any questions to, again, feel free to reach out to me, but sign up in the link in the show notes, ask me anything on social media about it you know, reach out to me on Instagram. Yes. So I hope to see a lot of you in person. We can give hugs. You know, it's going to be great. You can give my sister a hug. She'll be excited. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And as always, if you haven't, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show because those help. All right. I love you all dearly. Thank you for supporting me through these last 10 years. You know, it is, it means the world. So, all right, keep on trucking and stay healthy. 